Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Not a very good morning. Welcome, everyone, in a very wet capital this morning. Hills is joining us from Townsville. I'm not sure what it's like up there, Hills, but uh, it's been pouring for the last few hours here in Brizzy. Yeah, well, it has gone south, and maybe it uh, was supposed to be raining up here more than down our way, wasn't it? But it, yeah, it rained quite heavily um, in patches yesterday afternoon and last night here in Townsville. So there's big crowds around, and the hotel I'm staying in is hosting a lot of the uh, Indigenous uh, rugby league match up here tonight. Uh, guests and hosts and and participants. So yeah, it's quite quite busy and atmospheric in town. Oh, that's great. I see Latrell named captain of the Indigenous All-Stars. It's one of the great honours of his life. He's, uh, he's loving it and will, uh, will lead them brilliantly. The other good thing, mate, after, you know, really the year from hell for Latrell when, you know, it started off with the with the Whiten incident, uh, which uh, they were, ex- you know, there's eventually exonerated of, but he had a, that awful injury that was supposed to be a two-week calf injury that became a 10-week injury and uh, claims that he was getting preferential treatment at the bunnies, et cetera, et cetera. This could be the season where we see Luttrell explode. Let's hope he doesn't explode in a blue jersey, but uh, every other jersey he wears, I hope he has a wonderful season, uh, Luttrell, because he's a talisman in this sport. Um, hey, look, we're here well, for... If those uh, blues, if those mm-hmm. blues all get their blue jerseys on, we're in a little bit of trouble. It's a wonderful team they've got that yeah. hasn't been together for the last two years. So let's hope it's not again this year. That's exactly right. Hey, we're here for Burbank Homes, the building you can trust, you can bank on Burbank, and Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona N-Line. As you well know, our Suncorp Home Resilience Open Line is 13 13 55, or you can text us on 0467 736 736. A fun show today. We're going to have Georgia Violin talking about cricket. It's a cricket overload. We've been sort of complaining that February's been a little bit dead for us. But it's happening everywhere. Your niece. Oh, no. Close. So close. 99. And, they, like, she came together uh, with Beth Moody when we were in we were in real trouble. And we were only chasing 76 in this, uh, this standalone women's test against uh, South Africa in Perth at the Wacker. They rolled South Africa for 76. Darcy Brown, lethal, 5 for 21. And then Australia slumped to 3 for 12. In comes Alyssa. And goes bang, bang, finished up with 99 off 124 balls. But, yes, out, out on 99. It just must have been heartbreaking for her. Yeah, she just looked to work the spinner onto the leg side, got the front front sort of leading edge of the bat, and it went back to the bowler. It took a good catch. So off she went. So she's coveted a century in test too. 
Now, I didn't go looking for this. You said you can't seem to find it on socials right at the moment. Uh, the, the big one, of course, as far as test cricket goes, India and England, series level at one all, third test, they're in Rajkot, uh, and the hosts recovered from three for 33. Mark Wood did some early damage, but after that, it's been all the batters. Rohit Sharma with his, hundred and, with his 11th test, ton, 131. Ravindra Jadeja healed so, a patient 110, but he has been copping it on social media and, and in the press for that matter. Um, he burnt young Safraz Khan, uh, who was on debut. He'd made 62 or 66. Ravindra called for a single and then just said no. Wait, and uh, and Safraz has caught that. And you, you can see shots of of Rohit Sharma, the skipper, in the dressing room, throwing his hat down in disgust. Yes, Safraz uh, on debut was extremely good in his media conference, saying, "No, no, I just said to him it was a miscommunication. That's what happens. Some days you make runs, some days you don't make mm-hmm. runs. Some days things go with you, some times they go against you. But a very emotional day for Safraz. And Paddy, you remember the last test? I said this. They put the reserve on in at short leg, and he got smacked in the foot. A ball <laughs> top in the in the top of the foot. Yeah. Rohit Sharma just went to him and shook his hand and held his hand for a long time in a handshake position. He must have been saying something sarcastic and humorous to him <laughs> and uh, like, welcome to Test Cricket, young fella. <laughs> uh, but anyway, he's got into the 11 yesterday, very emotional. His father and his wife were there for the presentation of his cap, number 311. Um, the commentary, when I got home last night here in Townsville, I, I was watching that. The commentary was regularly, uh, you know, flipping to his father in the crowd. And I I wonder if he was a former player or something. Why are they making such a big thing of him? But I can't find that he was. It was just emotional and a great burden, Safraz said, off his shoulders that he got to play a game while his father was around. So, you know, that is sport. How much work by parents go into, um, you know, aspirational kids in sport and they make it. And he made the most of it too, 62. And Jadeja obviously put his 100 in front. You know, it must have been just – I must have just gone to sleep, I reckon, because Safra was 60 uh, when I stopped watching and Jadeja 98 or something. (laughs) Obviously put his 100 uh, in front of Safra's batting innings and uh, he's 110 not out now. Well, Oscar's chimed in. He said it was the greatest barbecue of all time from Jadeja, the senior player pulling rank. Well, Oscar, Oscar might be able to tell us, has he been able to see it? I've gone looking, like you said, you had been too. And even on Twitter or X, I thought, oh, it'll be on there. Someone, it, they, they get blocked. The video's been blocked of the, the run out. And uh, this data has been uh, removed uh, in certain feeds and platforms. <laughs> so I'm not sure whether it was, they just don't want to further inflame things. Probably by the Jadeja's wife. Uh, morning, Jensen Van- Vanessa. Great effort by Alyssa yesterday in 42 degree heat. Momentum stalled when she was starved of the strike, faced only 25 out of 100 balls with Sutherland. That's from Chook. So, yeah, look, I, I saw the start of the innings and they really had to knuckle down because, as I said, they were three for 12. Um, now they're, they're dominant. They're five for 251 at the end of day one. They're leading by 175. So That um, is poor, poor, pretty uh, poor work in a partnership. 
and it's been a successful partnership. Well, Sutherland's gone under no. 54, not out. That just shouldn't happen. You can't you, – you don't stall from one end and get trapped. So they need to work the ball around a lot better to keep both players going. So mm. Elisa got a little bit little bit bogged down, um, not getting much of the strike, eh? Just to finish on the cricket note, we'll have Georgia Vol on the show a little later on. She had a big double yesterday for Queensland Fire. 117. And then two for 19 as Queensland stormed into that final of the WNCL. So Georgia on fire yesterday at AB Field. They'll play Tassie in Hobart uh, coming up shortly. But They've got to play Western Australia again tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and uh, But they have stopped Victoria or WA jumping over them in that ladder mm. and got to that final at Blunston next Saturday. I think we might ask her at some stage, though, uh, how the opening partnership went because she was opening with a skipper. Uh, the do- the good doctor, Georgia Redmayne, and uh, Georgia was run out first ball. So we may just inquire what happened there, Heels. Uh, it's our well, job, isn't it? None. Yeah, one for none to two for 151. Mm. I think Georgia Vol said, oh, I don't want to go into that dressing room. I better stay out here. Hey, uh, we know yesterday we said you were headed to Townsville and uh, just for a look at the facilities and things like that with the Queensland Cricket Board. Um, and, and you said the city is obviously buzzing with All-Stars uh, on tonight. But uh, how is it for, for sport up there? We're, you know, All we're doing is down here is reading that the city's doing it tough with youth crime, etc. And, uh, you know, it, it, is it a worry for sports organisations up there? Uh, and much wider than sport, it, it is a worry. Um, you don't necessarily even feel safe in your own home. Oh, really? Uh, camp CCTVs uh, picking up intruders casing your house um, before one night it might happen. Stories of most people we spoke to last night, they they had knowledge of someone in their own family or um, you know a close acquaintance that had been broken into and, and had some uh, stress and something stolen, whether it be a car or whether it be stuff out of their out of their homes, so yes, it's difficult. Um, the sporting facilities of Townsville have been bolded up like big boulders that are sort of serving as bollards so that uh, youth crime and, and crime can't drive in and all around the recreational facilities. That's sad. So those boulders must cost a lot and then they have to be dug into the ground well enough so that they can't be bowled over um, and there's gaps in between them so you know smaller vehicles and no scooters and stuff like that and bikes and motorbikes maybe could get in between them to get on but yeah that's what they've done so far at what I could only consider to be great cost um, so yeah the, the sport has been affected yeah we wake to uh, you know talks of revolt within the police ranks Etc. Yeah, it's uh, it's very very sad, isn't it? I mean, it's a it's a statewide problem. Well, it's a, it's a nationwide problem, really, at the moment. So uh, let's hope that uh, sport can uh, can keep doing what they're doing and get the young kids off the streets and uh, get them playing cricket, footy, whatever, and not doing the, the sort of things that a lot of the young ones in Townsville are obviously doing at the moment. Hey, uh, Jack has tracked down the run out uh, hills. Uh, the, the, he, well, he's just he sent the video to your phone, but he's about. We're about to play the audio. This is Jadeja, who did make a century for India, but uh, he was in a very, very productive partnership with the, the youngster. Well, he's not so much a youngster now. On debut in uh, Shafraz Khan, he was on sixty-two or sixty-six, nine fours and a six. So going along beautifully. But uh, this happened as uh, Rohit, as uh, Ravindra Jadeja approached his century. 
partner had committed himself too much. <laughs> so, yeah. apparently, even though the Poms have been doing it tough after having them three for 33 and they they, were, they reached five for 326, apparently Jimmy Anderson uh, was giving it to Jadeja when he got his century, mocking his celebrations and giving him a mouthful as well. So, uh, obviously, there's a little bit there's a little bit of spice in this series, as we, as we knew there would be, with the series level at one all. But right at the moment, you've got to say in this test, in Rajkot, that uh, despite Jadeja's antics, uh, they're going beautifully at five for 326. Yeah, well, England have changed tack. They're playing the two quicks, Wood and Anderson. They're yeah. both pretty good. And and just Joe Root is back bowling again. He didn't. He wasn't very successful in the second test. Uh, Hartley, the left arm orthodox, who was successful, did it a bit tough. And just Rian Sharma, that, like two specialist spinners. They they had three and Joe Root last test and. Yeah, so they've they've changed their thinking a little bit for some reason. Hey, we'll have Matty Rogers, our uh, dual international. We love him, uh, SEN regular. Uh, he'll stop by during the show today to talk all matters rugby league. Big night for the Bronx last night. They had a, oh, probably seven or eight hundred out at well, one, uh, one of the hangars out at the airport. That's uh, a lot of buses, Matty. Yes, yes, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, it would have been logistically tough uh, for some of us trying to get home last night. So anyway, I managed to find my way home, uh, and just when I thought I'd broken the back of the trip home from the airport, uh, the Story Bridge was under roadworks and uh, down to one lane. So it took me about twenty-five minutes to get from the valley to the other side of the river. Anyway, it's all fun and games, and we're here. But no, look, did, did you? So you loved it last night. You were smiling and happy when you got home after that. Delighted. One could only Google it. A cluster. Yes, it was. Uh, yeah, I wasn't in the best of moods last night, so the uh, <laughs> I'm a little sleep deprived this morning. But I've got to say that look, they handled it well. Obviously, uh, Dave Donahue, CEO, spoke. He he addressed the elephant in the room, the uh, the Sunday night scuffle. Um, there was a shot, I think, going around on the. I think it's even in the paper today of of Reynolds and uh, the, the the skipper and the uh, the co captain in a wrestling type move. And Kevy got up and started his little interview on stage by saying, "Well, he said, I'm very very very." Keen this weekend in Mackay to see uh, Reynolds and uh, Carrigan start to wrestle the opposition and not each other. So um, anyway, look, they 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 didn't they didn't make light of it, but they did mention it. It wasn't you know it wasn't completely ignored, uh, but they did highlight the fact that you know they're closing in on fifty thousand members, which will be a club record. They got eight thousand at their fan day on the Sunday, which was a highlight. Uh, just uh, yeah, stained by the performances of a few on Sunday night with too much grog on board. And can you remember why it is really uh, just Carrigan and Reynolds getting identified? Well, because of the look, the short clip that that most media got hold of. I know Channel Nine have got the large version where we eventually did see the probably most of them. There was plenty of them involved, you know, um, play wrestling and all that sort of thing. But the short version that was put out was you could hear the women screaming in the background saying, yes. uh, "Adam, Pat, stop!" And that's the one that got most attention through the media. So and. They're the two highest profile, you know, apart from the Reese Walters of the world. But you know, you're talking to the captain and the co-captain. So, yes, that's why they've been singled out, and that's why they will be fined eventually by the integrity unit, uh, and uh, it'll eventually reach its conclusion. Hey, it's six eighteen. Got to get to Vanessa. Good morning. morning. Wow. 
I don't know about you guys, but I think most people around Brisbane might have got woken up by the rain overnight. Extremely pouring, heavy. Yes, I could not believe it. I had to get up and shut the <laughs> windows. I know I'm not alone there. The SES actually has recorded 19 calls for help since midnight. Early figures show uh, Brisbane City's recorded about 110 millimetres of rain, 120 at Rosalie. Oh, really? So these are quite significant figures. Now, there are some flooded roads, so usual warning. Mornings, uh-huh. Take extra care. Don't drive through the, the floods, uh, but hopefully that clears up today. Speaking of waterways in Brisbane, our Greens Lord Mayor, hopeful Jonathan Shree, has uh, um, put forward a, a new idea he has to make the Brisbane River swimmable. Mm by the Olympics. So that would be a very interesting... Best of luck. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a large waterway, so I know that would be difficult. Uh, it would obviously take a significant investment, but he thinks that we can get the water quality and the cleanliness up in order to make it swimmable mm. by 2032. Any mention of the sharks or... No, no. Okay. Right, no. Maybe there'd be some nets around. <laughs> I don't know how it would work, but watch this space. Now, in a case heard in a Queensland court yesterday, a woman was convicted for a slightly left-field way of finding herself some transport. Now, she'd been released from prison. This was last year, but she was struggling to get a bus or a train to return home to Harvey Bay. She spotted a pizza delivery driver uh-huh. who got out to make a delivery to a home, hopped in the car, Drives to Harvey Bay. Nah. <laughs> so- where the hell was this bike when I was trying to get home from, from yeah. the Bracken Creek last night? You need, look, there are Can you find his name for me? More legal ways to... No, it wasn't with the driver. It oh. was... She took the car. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. yeah. While well, he was just <laughs> dropping the pizza off. So, look, she was convicted for it. Not an ideal situation. At least the delivery driver was fine. Everyone was fine. But, yeah. you know... Next time, take the bus or the train. And look, Taylor Swift, of course, first concert tonight at the MCG. Uh, just Taylor Swift mania uh, racking the whole country at the moment. Now, Krispy Kreme has jumped on board. You can get a free donut today just by going into any store with your friendship bracelet. Have you seen this, how all the Swifties wear these little beaded friendship bracelets? Uh They've become a bit of a Taylor Swift thing. So Krispy Kreme says if you come in with a friendship bracelet, you get a free glazed donut, no purchase necessary, but be swift. Stocks are limited. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a little lifestyle directory. (laughs) It's like a little lifestyle directory by the sound of it. If you've got one of those bracelets, you can get 5% off the deposit for your house. (laughs) Uh, Yep. a, A donut. Look, she's pumping a lot of money into the economy. So oh, that's a, that's all a power real positive. And that's yeah. fantastic. Um, but Pink's on up here, isn't she? Yeah, Pink's here tonight. She's in, oh, cool. in okay. Brisbane at Suncorp Stadium tonight and tomorrow night. Oh, okay. wow. Mm. She's hungry. She's pretty hungry. Yeah, I wouldn't let her in a restaurant in Sydney. No. So she, I love it. She hungry. gets out and about. She's she had the kids at Bondi and she got knocked back at a, well, at a club in North City because she didn't have ID. Hopefully she's out and about in Brisbane too. Keep yeah. your eyes peeled this weekend for Pink and her family. Her kids yeah. are with her. Yeah, as you said, she loves getting out and about. So well, it was a bit of excitement at the Bronx last night because there was one of those little private jets there. They were wondering whether that had transported Pink up there, but I don't think it was. I think it's just one of those executive-type jets that you can hire for a lot of money. Yeah. 
On Patton Heels for Breakfast, it's time for the Racing Queensland update. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. After this deluge in the uh, south, it's probably best that we're racing at Eagle Farm tomorrow because we know its uh, draining capacity is just awesome. Uh, Chris Nelson, I'm gathering you're on the uh, the way down the highway, which would maybe a slow run this morning. Good morning, Patty. Good morning, Heels. And uh, yes, well, uh, I, I got out of bed this morning and it wasn't raining at my place. I did hear a little bit of a brief shower overnight. And I thought, oh, this is all good. So I jumped in the car, had a look at the radar. I thought, wow, okay. And then had a look at the rainfall totals and thought, wow, and a few other words, 140 <laughs> mils of rain in Brisbane <laughs> since midnight. And thought, well, this is good. I've got all this form for a good track. What the hell am I going to do now? So uh, <laughs> I drove past Corball Park on the sunny coast and thought, well, that meeting surely can't go ahead tonight and it's just been abandoned. So that's the end of that one. It was hammering down there. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, 140 mils in Brisbane since midnight. And just looking at the... Uh, the rainfall totals here, upwards of 60 for the airport. So something in the middle there, I suppose, we go with at this stage for but, Eagle Farm. Yeah, as I said, look, it, it does it does drain magnificently since the uh, the Renos, doesn't it? I know we had a few dramas with the Renos and we've harped on that yeah. long enough, but it does drain brilliantly now. It does, but it'll need to with this because it doesn't look like it's going to stop uh, at any time in the next couple of hours at least. So they could reach uh, triple figures at the airport area too. So uh, just how wet it'll be, we don't know. So I don't really want to give you a tip at this stage, but I'll, I'll do my best. Hey, just before uh, you go, and I don't know whether you've seen the, yeah. the, the paper today, a really interesting story about Uncommon James. Yeah. Now, you've, uh, you've mentioned that it won its trial well at Doombin on uh, Tuesday. But uh, I yes. see that uh, Matty Hoisted's had uh, the Group 1 winner to a dressage school. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean... see that uh, because they head carry. Yeah, so to try and explain that to our listeners. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if, you're Stuart, if you're Stuart McGill and you've got a very heavy head, you've got to learn to carry it around. So, so he should have gone to dressage. Yes, he probably did because he was a very good bowler. <laughs> so did he walk around with um, his head down? <laughs> oh, sorry, Paddy. Did, he, did he walk around with his head down? <laughs> Yeah, well, every now and then he had to, you know, get it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm no, calling. I don't. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's something they've gone to dressage to try and increase or improve the horse's head carry. Uh, that's about as technical as I can get with it, Paddy. But I do know that uh, he's going to have a hit run mission and try and take off the Galaxy in Sydney. That's going to be his only run for the autumn. Yeah, later next month. Uh, well, all right. Well, look, <laughs> do you? Th- Throw at the stumps. Uh, I feel sorry well, for you after you've done all this prep on a on a nine race Eagle Farm meeting tomorrow, and all of a sudden you get this deluge that's arrived in the capital, and you don't know what to do with your tips. But we'll we'll take them on oh, caution. Okay. Well, oh, look, I do think Hidden Wealth would win the first, but he's never seen a wet track, so uh, I'm a little bit wary now. So we'll just see how we go with Hidden Wealth race one number one. Look, later in the day, there's a couple there that haven't really got any heavy form, but they've got some soft track form. Race 8, number 14, Lady Ladar was an outstanding run at the Sunshine Coast last start. Uh, her sectional's home. She ran the fastest last 200 metres of the race, and she was held up for 100 metres of it. So that's a very good effort. Uh, she should have finished closer. Race 8, number 14. And race 9, number 11, hell of a deal, gets in really well at the weights. Nice run first up. 
Uh, just probably could have finished closer also. Finished on the heels of warp speed. They both can run well in that last race tomorrow. And they're both probably around 7 or $8. So you have something uh, each way on 11 and 7 in the last. And look, the only place that might be dry tomorrow, Paddy, is Melbourne, believe it or not. I know we joke about the Melbourne weather, but uh, Sydney's had 61 mils overnight too. So Ramwick will no doubt be wet. But Flemington, race 7, number 2, King Colorado. He looks a good bet on the card there. He was a, a, a flashing light run first up over 1,200. 1,400 metres is ideal, and that'll be on a good track, which is something we won't know much about here. Hey, that uh, mm. that tip you've got in the last, uh, hell of a deal. Hell written, of a deal? Yeah, written by Talia Fenland. She's going great guns. I know her dad. They're a famous central Queensland yep. family. She's uh, one of the nicest young ladies you'll ever want to meet, and she works yep. hard at her, at, her, at her industry, and like she's starting to find success in the Metrop. Yeah, and I know you've had her on the show, and Sammy and I had her on the punters, mate. Uh, last week, actually, she's ridden uh, consecutive Saturday winners in town, which is really good, and uh, she's travelling around a bit. She was up north earlier in the week, so she's with Chris Munns now, but she's doing a fantastic job. And as you say, Paddy, great girl and a great family. Beautiful. Gee, in the form guide today, you, you know how how dramatic is the, the Jimmy Orman's uh, you know lead in the jockeys uh, premiership oh. and Tony Golan in the trainers. Well, he rode four winners last week, Jimmy Orman, so that certainly pumped him along. Benny Thompson's gone to Hong Kong, as we know, so that'll help increase his lead. Uh, yeah. And Tony Golan, well, we've got him on the punters, mate, uh, this afternoon, so we'll ask him a few questions about some of his horses tomorrow and how they might handle the ground. But, yeah, he's, just, he's going for 11 straight premierships, I think, Paddy. Yeah, he is. He is. And, you know, and always available to the media, mate. I mean, despite yep. the... You know, he's one of the busiest men in racing, obviously, with such a big stable. But I tell you, you, you jump on the phone and ask him for a, a comment, whether it be your show or yep. our show, he's always so happy to oblige. So uh, all power to him. Good luck to him. Yeah. And that I means he's available to the messages. public. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. Will you, can you come on tomorrow? Ask, I actually asked him about a horse yesterday. I don't annoy him too much, but uh, always, as you say, he gets back to you straight away. So, now there's a lot of trainers out there that are probably too busy to do that. Certainly not Tony. All right, mate. Uh, safe travels down uh, as you get ready for the punters, mate. But uh, uh, we appreciate it. And as I said, we will take the tips under caution because it's been pouring here in Brizzy this morning. Chris Nelson there yeah. for Racing Queensland. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. I only mentioned the golf at this stage because our next guest is a golf tragic, uh, is our SEN's Jewel International, Matty Rogers. A very good morning to you. Good morning, boys. How are we? Well, up here, we're damp. It's uh, it's it's pouring yeah. up here, mate. Yeah, same down here, mate. The old Friday golf game, she's uh, she's off. I'll have to go into the office and get on the simulator. I thought you were going to the office to do some work, but that was obviously no, beyond no, no, reason. No, no, no. No, no, we don't do that. <laughs> Come on. Come hey, on, Paddy. Um, Paddy, Paddy, with that golf and a Matty, uh, Zalatoris, good to see him so strongly back. Um, as you said, yeah, um, yeah, right struggling. up there, minus six. And Tiger, Tiger yeah, minus two. Young fellow, not ideal, is it? So, uh, yeah, good no. to see him back out there playing. Um, yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, back problems. Not good, not good, particularly for a young yeah. fellow. No, and I tell you what, they've been a... They've been concentrating on Tiger, but he looks to be walking a lot more freely than what I've seen him in recent years. Yeah, you know what? I, you know what? I, I, when I watch him play now, 
Paddy, where you, where you watch him struggle is when he's trying to line up a putt and he gets behind it and can't bend down to sort of line it up the way he used to line a putt up. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, pretty big part of the game, the old putting. So, yeah, um, yeah look, we'll have to wait and see how it comes. I've got a few mates that are still big on him to win another major. I can't see that happening. But, um, no, I agree. Yeah, look, it's, uh, it's good to see him back out there playing. Yeah, he's got his new brand out there today, Sunday Red. He's even par now through 13 heels, so he's he's just come back a, l- a little bit. Hey, we better talk about footy. Broncos oh. launched last night, yeah. mate. A lot of optimism around, even though they've uh, they've had a tough week. Look, you've been you've been in football teams for a big part of your life. Uh, let's give you let's quickly get your take on the Sunday night Valley scuffle, and then I'll leave it alone. No, mate, there's nothing in it. It's, it's just a heap of mates, you know, messing about. They, they were silly to be doing that sort of stuff outside. Um, you know, slap them on the wrist, move on. Um, there's bigger things to, to worry about in the world than in footy. Um, so, yeah, look, I... I yeah, the, the fact that it became such a big issue um, is, is purely because they play footy. Um, yeah, I really didn't see anything in it. I just thought, move on. Let's, um, let's get on to... Worrying about playing footy and, and forgetting about this sort of rubbish that um, becomes, you know, a mountain out of a molehill. Yes, all right. That's uh, good insights, mate. Um, it, this, uh, I'm in Townsville and there's a mountain up here and it sounds full-on physical tonight with all the cultural emotion to go with the Indigenous All-Stars game. Oh, mate, it's uh, it's going to be fantastic. And you, you can, you know, when you, when you hear the boys get interviewed about what it means to them to play for... Um, you know, play for the Indigenous All Stars or, or the Maori All Stars. Just you just know they're going to go out there, they're going to give it everything. It's it's a you know it's it's tough for the players to be to, to be thrust into an environment that's so they're so passionate about early on their first game of the year. But it means everything to them, and what it does it creates a great spectacle for us as spectators to watch, uh, and the talent that's on display is just fantastic. So. Uh, going to be exciting. Um, just you know, what a great concept Preston came up with. Uh, Preston Campbell came up with many years ago, and it's yeah. great to see it still flourishing. Hey, we'll see what it means to Latrell, man. And we we know he had the year from hell last year, whether it be injury or off field with the run-ins with police, etc. Uh, but he is just so chuffed. He's been made captain of this Indigenous All Stars. He is, mate. And I, I'm, you know, he's he's one of my favourite players to watch. Um, and I just I just want, really want to see him get back to just playing footy and. And keeping everything on the field, um, you know, he's such a talent. Uh, he's such a fantastic player, and he's and he's a great representative for his people. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see him get out there and a fit, healthy Latrell Mitchell's great for rugby league, uh, and it's going to be great for South Sydney if they can keep him fit and on the field. And wanting to play fullback or or any position, wanting to be there and get better and better and maybe the best one day. Not a natural captain, I wouldn't have thought, from the shy man he once was, but he's working it all out pretty well, Matty, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He also, I, I, I think, you know, he's, I, I think he can handle that leadership role and I, and I think what it can do for him is he can, it can really sort of settle him down. You know, he, he's a very forthright sort of person. He's, you know, he, he's not afraid to, you know, speak his mind and so on. And, and sometimes, um, you know, probably a little bit too much. And, you know, I think, you know, being the captains, you know, I mean, we've all got thoughts and sometimes you think, I'd like to say that. And you think, man, maybe I'll just tuck that one away and I'll just keep that to myself at the moment. 
Uh, I think being the captain, it, it might it might sort of you know rain a little bit of that in and just keep him focused. Um, you know, I mean, he's such a such a dynamic player, and he's such a um, he, he can be very polarizing at times. You know, and maybe um, you know being the captain here might um, just sort of chill him out a little bit and, and keep him focused on you know leading with his action. <laughs> yes, and let that culture just fire him up. You know. The yeah. Indigenous players have always been known for fast twitch. These back lines yep. tonight, <laughs> you can't split them. How good are they going to be? Oh, mate, fantastic. I mean, you look at you look across the line. Um, you know, Jesse Arthurs, I'm excited to see him playing fullback tonight. He, he's, he had a, a fantastic year. Kept Corey Oates out of the side of the Broncos last year. You know, Matt Kimbercoe from, from Canberra Lake. Uh, mate, what, what what a young player he is! I mean, he's just getting you know better and better you know throughout the year last year, and he got you know up against the Tony Stars. You know, Lockie Campoera, one of the great finishers now in the game. His speed is just phenomenal. Um, yeah, it, it's going to be fantastic to watch. And you know, Nico Hines, Jerome Hughes, and the Hards, you know, going head to head. So, but there's a there's a lot of great finishes. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be something special. Um, you know, it's just a matter of who's going to get the. Uh, Who's going to lay the platform, and who's going to who's going to win the middle for them for those half to do their work? But you look at across the the forward pack, and I, I think the Maori All Stars might just have the uh, the edge there with with a bit of grunt. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. Hey, Matty, right. Bronx launched last night. Um, Cobo, obviously, big talking point going into the centres. Uh, there's a lot of optimism around him at the club uh, this year. They reckon he could be anything. They 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 think don't worry about him. You know, having this positional change. He will handle it, and you know we could be mentioning him in the same breath as uh, Latrell Mitchell sooner rather than later. Oh yeah, well he's a freak of a talent, Paddy, and and uh, you know I've always said like the the centre position is actually the easiest position to play on the field um, in terms of the physicality of it. Um, you know you, you're not you're not carting the ball back into the forwards or back into the you know the defensive line for yeah. the kick return. You know you're getting back to help out a bit, but. You're not doing near as much of that grunt work as the, as, as the wingers are, and then on top of that, defensively, you know, you, you've got to make a little bit of decisions. You've got to make some decisions on the edge, but you know, it's not like being three in where you really got to make the call, or you know, you, you're three or four in and you're getting all the, the traffic run at you. So, uh, I mean, when I came back to rugby league from from like the union, I, I had a year in the centres, and it was the best thing for me. It gives you an opportunity to watch the game to read the play, to understand when you want the ball. And if he's got good halves inside him and they can feed him early ball, well, we know what he's like when he's got the ball in his hands. So, um, you know, the, to have, you know, like a Tony Staggs on one side and, and a Selwyn Cobby on, on the other where you can just give him early ball and let them do their work, uh, yeah, I, I think it's a great move and I think it could be fantastic. And it, it's not as it's not as uh, heavy on you physically in terms of your cardio and stuff either playing in the centre. So I think he's going to be fantastic and... You know, we look what happened with the hammer when they moved him from the from fullback to centre, uh, and the, opp- the the more opportunity he seemed to get when he was playing in the centre uh, for the Dolphins, and I, I can see that happening with uh, with Selwyn Cobber. I think he's going to be fantastic. I'm really excited to see how it goes. Okay. Yeah, and and sometimes it's a ploy of the opposition to make a Selwyn Cobbo have to do more defence, but the Broncos are telling us too that he's a nightmare to do that to at training. So he's coping and standing up very well to the defensive loads. Yeah, they, they might do it once or twice, run at him and uh, <laughs> you put a few shots on. Just stop real quick. 
But, you know, the other thing, too, is if he's not at the back, they can't keep kicking the ball to him to wear him out. So, um, you know, he's going, to be, he's going to be relatively fresh, you know, every time he gets the ball in uh, his hands and, and he's attacking as well. So, and he's a big unit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, he, he's a big man. Hey, uh, the birthday boy, Desi Hasler, I see. He's got a press conference today. We, don't get, we haven't heard a lot from him, but what, what are your whispers? You're a Gold Coast man. You've got, to, you've got the ear to the ground down there around the Titans. Yeah, well, well, I'm hearing good things. There's, there's no question about that. Um, you know, from around their training, work, from about their work at training and what Desi's doing for the club. But what worries me, Paddy, is, you know, to be without Fafita and without Campbell until, you know, round four, potentially round five, um, you know, it's a bit of an issue. Um, I know they've got Keanu Kinney, who they could chuck at fullback and leave AJ Brinson in the centres. But I'm just worried about Kinney's week-in, week-out uh, production in the NRL at, the, at his age and size. Um it's uh yeah, it's a tough gig. Um, but you know, I just think that the Titans have suffered a little bit without having their strike centers. Um, that they can just get the ball too similar to like a Katoni Stags or a Selwyn Cobo. So and we all know how important it is to get away to a good start in this competition with the likes of you. If you look at what happened with Newcastle last year, look what happened with with the Cowboys last year, you get away to a poor start and all the pressure just gets heaped on and I don't think the side handles pressure all that well at this stage. Maybe that'll change with Desi there, but um, I just hope they can get away to start because it'd be good to see all the Queensland sides doing well. Yeah, they are one team that have got a perceived easier start to the season, the Titans. So they are a team that definitely can't start slow because they're going to hit some heavy traffic, uh, you know, two, uh, a month or two in. Yeah, yeah. they got. I think they've got the Bulldogs... Um, I think they've got St. George, you know, a couple of teams yes, in their first... They've got a bye in the first five rounds. So, I mean, you'd like to think they'd have a couple of wins up under their belt. But, you know, looking at the Bulldogs last night, holy heck, they, uh, they've got some young talent coming through there that I think might be ready for uh, a few games of first grade this year. But that'll be interesting to see how that unfolds. Trial matches, trial match form, I mean, you know, you can't take too much out of it, but... Hey, you can only you can only win you can only beat the players that are in front of you and um, they get it right last yeah. night. What about the uh-huh. super coach? What are you hearing there, mate? I mean, we know that they've got Farnworth, Flegler, Avarillo, and look to to a certain extent they've got Gilbert because they lost Gilbert for yep. so much of last season, and he's just a hell of a player. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. Again, uh, I, I play a fair bit of golf with um, their head of recruitment, and um, they are they are feeling very comfortable up there at the moment. Um, Training's been going well. Uh, they're looking forward to getting the season going. And yeah, like one thing that they lacked last year was speed on the edges, wasn't it? Like, I mean, their centres. Um, who did they have? They had Bronco Lee playing in the centres. You know, Tavare playing in the centres. Look, both, both players don't get strong, but they don't come with you know lightning speed. So when you chuck Avarillo in there, you chuck Farmworth in there. Um, you got Hammer at the back. I mean. There's certainly some pace to burn now. So, uh, and they got the winger, the best winger in the NRL last year. So, um, they can they can stay healthy. Um, I think they can rattle a few cages this year. That's for sure. What about the size of Tessie New? Newey? How, how yeah. he's, he's bulked up and leaned down. He's ready for a big one, oh, given a chance too. Yeah, absolutely. And you need it, Hills. I mean, it's a long year. Twenty six rounds of the the competition and and the, and the Bloody, it's just such a tough game. I mean, I, I look at, I look at what what our players put put themselves through compared to say an NFL, for instance. It's only seventeen rounds with a bye, so they play sixteen games during the season. Our, yes. our players, you know, 
24 games in a season and, and what they put their bodies through. It's just phenomenal. So you need to have, you know, two or three, you know, you need to have backups in every position pretty much. And if you can have, you know, I would say Tessie New, I'm not sure. Um, you, you'll probably start on the wing or maybe. Um, maybe start, maybe, maybe get an opportunity in the centres at times. Um, but look, you just need depth and, you know, he's a quality player and, and we saw his toughness last year. I think he did his knee and just kept playing and, you know, he's, he's just a tough bugger and, yeah, you, you need a big, deep squad and um, they're starting to get a little bit more depth in their squad up there. So, um, mm. yeah, look, like I said, great to see all the Queensland teams doing fantastic and I can see... Well, one thing you know you get out of a, a Wayne Bennett side is you get effort and you get you know commitment to to your work and uh, they're going to have all of that. Yeah, always great to pick your brain, mate. I mean, uh, you will get away from home today. I mean, obviously golf is off. The bride won't be saying, "Well, you stay home and do some chores," rather than go to work no, and get no, on the simulator. Uh, she, she's uh, her Fridays are booked up, mate. So she, she knows I'm, I'm I'm booked up on Fridays. So I'll be. Could probably play Augusta today on the Spindler, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 the real pros are playing uh, Riviera, and uh, the good news is the Australian Cam Davis has uh, ripped into second. He's got one to play. He's six under. Patrick Cantlay leading at eight, but Davis is alone in second. This event worth six point two million Australian dollars to the winner. Thank you, Matty. Thanks, Matty. No worries. Good on you, boys. Now on breakfast with Pat and Heels. Heels gets his gloves off. Yes, well, I've got to spend uh, more time than usual with the dirty work doers of volunteerism yesterday here in Townsville. It was so good to catch up with the who's who of Townsville cricket yesterday and last night, uh, touring their club facilities, hearing of their history and learning of their latest challenges. Um, There's just never a shortage of plans of where we could make improvements here, there and everywhere, Uh, but just a shortage of money to get them done to upgrade their playing and training facilities, their clubhouse and machinery. Um, And then there's the burgeoning junior ranks that need to be registered, coached, scheduled, all their matches to be scheduled, and then the communicating of all that to the families of those juniors. So up here requires mowing nearly every day just about. It's it's incredible how quick the grass grows, uh, let alone rolling and nurturing and covering of the turf wickets. Um, Have you ever tried to cover or remove a cover from a cricket pitch on your own? which is what plenty of groundsmen have to do throughout the weeks in getting wickets up to speed for Saturday. So it's incredible uh, workload that volunteers do for cricket. Last night I met heaps of the legends who do most of that and they struggle to find others um, just as willing as them and they're not very good at asking others to do stuff for them. So so they do the mowing, the rolling, uh, the, they stock the canteens, they coach and they email. It's it's incredible that what they go through. So new clubs, there's one here out at the northern beaches of Townsville, Paddy, a new experience expanding suburban area. So they've got a new cricket club. They've got a nice patch, they reckon, and it's good, but they've got no traditional fathers or mothers that have played or had cricket experiences in that area, whereas a normal club, a 
a father will take his son to that club. And it's got former player um, experience. They've got to start from absolute scratch. So they take time for that. Um, and building clubhouses, of course, and getting the, that nice patch of land up to scratch. So, you know, in Townsville, the junior amalgamation with the seniors hasn't been as seamless as um, the relationships and all, also the relationships with the regional body. North Queensland cricket hasn't been perfect. So who's working on that? Enough people here now have put their hands up and decisions are getting made. So we expect big, big things uh, for the talented kids of Townsville as well as the participants, you know, without so much aspiration. You, you don't want everyone aspiring to go further in the game, but play for the sake of fun and physical and, and getting fitter. So it's quite good. So we, we hope that you know, Townsville can start to produce a little better than they have in the in the recent past. So it's great to meet everyone and hear their plight. 8.04 on a very wet morning here in the southeast uh, hills in Townsville with the Board of Queensland Cricket just inspecting the facilities up there and having a chat to the locals who do so well to keep the game going. Burbank Homes, we're brought to you by the building you can trust. You can bank on Burbank Homes and Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona N-Line. Stack a cricket around. We're talking about the test yesterday and Hills' uh, niece, Alyssa Healy, oh, heartbreakingly shy of that hundred with uh, 99 out from 124 balls. So she got it going on a wicket that was difficult. The uh, South Africans rolled in this standalone test for just 76. Darcy Brown, 5 for 21. She was uh, the standout. Annabelle Sutherland, 3 for 19. Tali McGrath, 2 for 4. Uh, the Australians were actually 3 for 12 when Alyssa joined Beth Mooney and uh, they put on uh, a big partnership, 99 for Alyssa, Beth Mooney, 78. We're now 5 for 251 and a lead of 175. Nice double for Annabelle Sutherland. She's 54, not out, and 3 for 19. Nice double yesterday for Georgia Vole as well as the Queensland Fire uh, rocketed into the final of the WNCL. Georgia's joining us now, 117 and a couple of wickets. A great day at AB Field yesterday, Georgia. Congratulations. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Obviously, it was nice to um, grab a win and book our spot in the final. But, um, yeah, it's nice to score some runs as well and take a couple of wickets. Now, let's start with the low point. What happened with the <laughs> What happened with the captain? I just reading through the scorecard. I see that you opened with the good doctor, Georgia, and Georgia was out first ball. Yeah, obviously it's. Not ideal. Um, <laughs> I ran out on the first four innings. Um, it was a bit of a... Um, I just didn't think she was going to take off for a run um, when it sort of went just to... I think it just went to the left of um, Papario. But, um, yeah, I wasn't sort of ready and sent her back and she was already halfway down the wicket. So, um, yeah, it wasn't ideal. And you were obviously petrified about going to go to Facey, so you stayed out there and scored 117. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. I said to um, the girls running drinks, I'm actually a bit too scared to go back um, <laughs> to, to see her and Laris, to be fair. So um, I decided that I had to stay out there and score a couple more runs. So I gave them time to cool off. <laughs> did that work? <laughs> um, I did. I did say I'm sorry multiple times, so I think they forgave me. <laughs> So, obviously, uh, George, what, what happened? What what worked in your batting, mate? What what were you really happy with yesterday? Um, yeah, it was it was pleasing. I think 
um, I probably haven't scored um, and felt really good at the um, in the middle since um, before Christmas, where where I had um, a couple of good hits down in the ACT. But um, I sort of had a really good um, preparation to these games this week. Um, we've sort of had a month off um, with a bit of rain around stuff. We didn't get time to play much club cricket either, so I was sort of just head down in the nets trying to, um, you know, work through a couple of things. And um, I had a really solid week leading into this game, which was nice. And um, everything sort of came together nicely, watching the ball really hard. So, um, yeah. Hey, you're, the Hills, you probably heard me say at the start, Hills is up uh, with the board in Townsville uh, yesterday and overnight, just inspecting facilities, saying good day to, to not only those that helped you know, help cricket up there, but the volunteers. And you would have come through all that. You're a Toowoomba originally, aren't you? Yeah, Toowoomba originally. Um, I sort of didn't play too much cricket up in Toowoomba, to be fair. Um, I sort of went through the ranks um, quite quickly, thankfully, um, and ended up down in Brizzy. So um, obviously still um, quite a big cricketing um, sort of network up in Toowoomba. There's obviously a lot of girls that actually come down and um, play in Brisbane um, in the Premier Cricket um, now, but there's obviously a lot of, you know, younger um, sort of girls and stuff that are that have plenty of teams um, up there playing. So a lot of volunteers and, um, yeah, it's nice to see that um, obviously Heels up there um, doing great things as well, so... Yeah, Toowoomba's, Toowoomba's got a lot of talent, Paddy, and the, the Darling Downs region, and it's, it is close enough to do that real, much easier than some come to Brisbane for, you know, weekends and Sunday games. There's a, I met a, a lady up here yesterday, last night, who travels from Townsville and plays for any Brisbane club that'll, you know, help her with the FS. So, you know, that, that is the, the pressure in the female game at the moment, getting good enough competition to drive you forwards. Um, um, George, very satisfying not to let Victoria jump you jump over you on the ladder by yesterday's win. You've now got tomorrow's game as a nice practice run maybe into next Saturday's final. Yeah, definitely. I think um, it was sort of nice to get the win yesterday so the pressure's off on um, Saturday. But we were sort of in the same position last year. Um, win one and we get in the final and we lost two. So it was very satisfying satisfying to do it in the first game um i think the, the girls are really happy that it just doesn't have to go down to this next game so um yeah i think it's you know we can do a bit of a practice run to see what the final will look like obviously the two harris girls um will not be playing the final so um obviously a bit disappointing there going to the wpl but um i think we've got a lot of depth in our team at the moment so um i'm, I'm sure a couple of girls will feel that um, easily. Hey, where do your aspirations lie now for, for higher honours? Yeah, definitely. I think they're, they're always there. Um, I think most girls, if not all girls, want to play for Australia. I think right now for me is um, sort of performing it for Queensland um, and, and playing good domestic cricket. Um, and as long as I do that, it'll, it'll hold me in good stead but yeah I'm enjoying um, playing for Queensland at the moment and um, you know scoring some runs is, is an extra bonus as well.
Hey, great to chat. Congratulations on yesterday. And uh, as Hill said, you've got that uh, that elbow room now to have a have a nice hit out uh, tomorrow and then in straight into the final against Tassie. But a brilliant century of 134 balls with 16 fours and a couple of wickets to, to boot. And uh, you were the star of the show yesterday. We wish you the best. Thanks so much. Thank you.